Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101. Uh, First of all, my name is Melissa Grimm. Um, I am your host. I want to apologize for last week. Apparently, when I set up the show, I got my time zones confused or something. I don't know what. But I realized it too late, so I was unable to do the show. But we're coming right back. We're doing the same topic this week, exercising on the road. First, I'm going to bring on my co-host, Russ Morgan. Hey, Rush, what you up to tonight? Oh, cooking. I ain't got the smoker fired up. So, All right. Yep. Got, got, a, got a half a hog on there and uh, some deer backstrap. So, yeah, I'm in good shape tonight. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's good stuff. Okay, so uh, tonight we, we wanted to talk about uh, exercising and staying healthy on the road. Um, a lot of people think it's impossible to do, but we've got uh, myself, we've got you, we've got uh, Becky, and we've got another driver that hopefully will be calling in and talk about how it's not impossible to exercise while you're on the road. But I think we should go ahead and bring on Becky because she's really the got the most information on all this stuff. So what do you say we go ahead and bring her on? Sounds like a plan. Yeah, she is kind of the exercise guru. Right. Okay. So we'll bring on Becky. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Uh, good. All right. So you're like the exercise guru, especially you know on the road. So uh, how do you do it? Well, it it is difficult, and you know it's difficult to to find time, and there's always an excuse not to. It's too cold. It's to this, it's to that, but in the end, you ju- you just have to to force yourself to do it, and you don't have to do a lot. And I think that's the the reason that a lot of people don't start, is you don't have to do a lot. You just have to move more than what you're doing. And absolutely, diet is more important than exercise to lose weight. A lot of people think to lose weight, you've got to do a bunch of exercise. Actually, no, you don't. You have to change your diet and your lifestyle and do a little bit of moving and you'll start dropping weight. But um, I think uh, around the 1st of February, we're going to start like a 21-day transformation and we'll go over some of the uh, exercises in there. And it's really nothing but five daily movements. Um, And of those five, uh, pull-ups are one. Uh, push-ups are one, planks, uh, lifting heavy things. So a lot of those things you can do right around your truck and trailer. Push uh, Pull-ups may be uh, a little difficult uh, to find something to to do a pull-up to. Actually, but you know uh, what? A couple, a couple of CMCs ago, somebody showed me, they had a guy there that was showing everybody how to do exercising using your truck and trailer. And he got up underneath the trailer and kind of like, like had his body at his at an angle, stretched his feet out, and grabbed onto the the landing gear, you know, the bar that goes in between the two legs, and used that for pull-ups. Now it wasn't a full straight-on, one hundred percent pull-up, but it was a pull-up. Yep, because so. you're still pulling up your body weight, and that's another thing that the um, twenty-four 21-day transformation does is it. Uh, talks about scaling and that would be an example of scaling Um, not everybody's going to start at the same level so if you can't do um, a full uh, like straight you know leg straight out push up uh, start to do push ups with your uh, knees on the ground if you can't even do that there's such a thing as a wall push up you know, lean yourself up against the wall and push your body away from the wall. It's all you can always start somewhere. You don't have to 
be in shape to do a lot of this stuff. It's just a matter of moving a little bit. One of the other things is sprints. A lot of people think you've got to run and run and run. No, actually what's better for you is doing sprints once every week to 10 days. Did you hear that? Not every day, not every other day. Once every week to 10 days you want to sprint. And only you're only going to sprint for a couple of minutes. So these are things that will help get your body metabolism kind of revved up and going and, and start building muscle and and shedding uh, some of the weight, especially after Christmas and the holidays. Um, exercise is not really going to be much of a um, option for some people anymore. There are uh, trucking companies that now do physical fitness tests before they hire you. Schneider is one of them. If you go in as a company driver, you must pass a physical fitness test. And I'm sure they're not going to be the only ones. Uh, more and more drivers are getting put on sleep apnea machines. Well, I, I, I heard a couple of guys talking about it the other day in the laundry room. What a pain in the ass to have to deal with that crap. And it's totally mm. unnecessary for 90% of the people that are on it. There are some people who legitimately, even losing the weight, will still have sleep apnea. That's a small, small, small percentage. Wouldn't you rather just not have to deal with that crap or all the blood pressure meds and stuff like that? Most of these little uh, tricks and tips will get you off of those meds. But it, it's, there's, there's coming a time when the carriers are absolutely looking at physical fitness. You see more and more of them pushing it all the time. But it doesn't have to be a lot. Right. You know, I just you know I just read. Let me let me interrupt here just for a second. I'm I'm, I'm looking for it now. Um, I was looking at trucking companies right here around where this little podunk town where we live, and yeah, I'm not seeing it off the top of my head. But anyway, so uh, I clicked on one. Uh, they didn't have a website, but it took me to some DOT information. And one of them was a physical fitness test. Now, these, this thing had two drivers. I, I don't know. This would be a question for Dale, but it, it listed the physical fitness and the percentage. I, I have never seen that. Uh, I've never seen that before. So, I mean, I've got to do a little more research on it, but it listed physical fitness and gave a percentage um, was it of the driver. Now, physical this is a, fitness this is a two or driver, driver fitness? Uh, no, no, no. This is a driver fitness. This was driver. That's what fitness. it was called, driver fitness. I'm pretty sure it was called driver fitness. Because there's yes. right, because there's a category in the in CSA that's called driver fitness, and it has nothing to do with physical fitness. It seems like it would, but it oh. doesn't. It's uh, oh. yeah. It's like it's like yeah, it's like CDL, medical card, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like it would be physical fitness, but it's not. Yeah, I thought it was too. I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I'd part of it's it part of the CSA. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'd never seen it all uh, laid out in, like I said, the way it, it was. I don't know what side it took me to to, to see all that, but. Uh, well, you said it was DOT, so that's what made me think it was probably driver yeah. fitness. But that's a good thing to point out because I'm sure it confuses a lot of people because the way it it's labeled driver fitness, it makes you think that they're actually going to check your physical fitness, but they don't. They're just checking your CDL, your medical card, and all that stuff. I have actually gone through the um, physical fitness test at Schneider for company drivers, and it's, it's not huge, but um, there are several things that they do. They check your pulse. They check your blood pressure. Not just once. It's not like, oh, yeah, I can just go in there and have my blood pressure meds and it'll be okay. No, then they put you through a little, um, not really an obstacle course, but there's certain things you got to do. You got to step up on a box like so many times in a you know, minute, and then they check your pulse and your blood pressure again. And then you have to lift a heavy box up onto a shelf and then lift it back down, um, and then they check your blood and pressure in your pulse after that. Um Whoa. You have to squat down under it like a what would be a trailer, hold that position for a minute, and then get back out 
Um, and again, throughout this course, they are after every, uh, not after every station, but quite a few of the stations, they're checking your blood pressure and your pulse. And then finally at the end, they do the same thing. So, yeah, some of these little tests that these carriers are doing are no joke, and a lot of people are not going to be able to pass them. So it's time yeah. to, and and you should want to take, you know, being healthier is it's just that. You feel better, you're less tired, you enjoy your time more. Um, if you're, if you, if being overweight and being out of breath and being all of that stuff is not fun and you don't feel good. And so you should want to do it to make yourself feel better. Uh, you know, a good example of that, uh, you know, this weekend, uh, uh, well, some of you know I went hunting, and uh, my brother and I were tracking a deer, and we walked uh, miles. Uh, once we sat down and really figured it out, we had walked a few miles. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, he was having a tough time. Uh, with uh, it was cold as heck. We were wearing a lot of gear. Uh, we were carrying, you know, carrying a lot of stuff. And you know, I get out and I walk with uh, with the dog all the time. You know, and I've started, uh, you know, I've started doing the push-ups and the uh, leg. You know, I've started a lot of the core exercises. And I didn't have any problem doing it. I mean, we walked. I, I mean, we walked all day um, tracking this thing. And but it just goes to show that what little I'm doing, uh, you know, just walking the dog and just staying a little bit active, I, I didn't have any problem. He was huffing and puffing a few times. Yeah, and that's that's what I really want to stress with people is you don't have to get out there and, and do a bunch of stuff. It's just absolutely not necessary, and if you know, if people think they got to do that, they're they're just not going to do it. But what it does mean is when you stop for the night or when you take that 30-minute break that everybody bitches about or, you know, it's nice during the day, stop and walk for 30 minutes. Walk around the rest area. Walk around the parking lot. Um, you're sitting there at your shipper getting loaded. Some of these places are huge. Uh, get out of your truck. You know, a lot of times I'll ask, hey, about how long does this take? A lot of times they're thinking I'm trying to rush them. And I say, look, I just want to know, you know, do I have time to, to, you know, take a nice long walk and, and get some steps in? And usually they're like, oh, heck yeah, it's going to be like 45 minutes or an hour. So I'll take off and, you know, if they say 45 minutes, I'll be back in half an hour. If they say an hour, I'll be back in 40 to 45 minutes. Or I'll give them my phone number, hey, call me when they're done, and I'll, you know, I should be back by then. But a lot of times you can walk around the building several times. Some of these places are huge. You can do a couple of miles that way. Um, it's just taking opportunities that you have during the day to to get a few steps in and uh, do things like, I don't have weights in my truck, but because... I make a lot of coffee and drink a lot of water, and I have two dogs. I always have gallon water jugs, and either full or in some state of emptiness. So I'll just use those for weights. I do bicep curls and use, you know, lift them up with my arms, and I just use those for weights. You can find a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's an eight-pound weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I did that catch to 5K, and you have to do, you know, a certain amount of running slash walking. You know, it builds you up. I think it's a really good uh, program. Anybody that wants to get into running should definitely go check it out. But, yeah, I would go into customers when I was doing that. I would back my trailer into the dock, you know, and then I would just run around their property. You know, run walk around their property doing the couch to 5K. So, yeah, you can, you can do uh, walking and running almost anywhere. Exactly. Yep, and then well, y'all have a little advantage that I don't, since y'all uh, have the auto shift trucks. But um, yeah, y- I, y'all can actually sit your bike, uh, the bicycles up inside the truck, and actually ride your bikes on your trainers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, now, now I don't have that option. If I'm going to ride on the trainer, I got to get outside with mine, but because I have the uh, shifter in the floor. But um, you know, 
if I want to get out on the trainer, as long as it's not nasty weather, I, I can deal with the cold. You know what? I'll I'll ride in the cold as long as it's safe wherever I'm riding. You know, if it's still daylight or or whatever, I don't really have any lights on the uh, on the bike. But um, yeah, I mean that's you know that's easy, simple. You know, you can pick up a uh, you can pick up a bicycle from Walmart for a little nothing. And I don't know I don't know how much these trainers are. You girls are probably no more than uh, than I do. But uh, what a trainer cost? They're just but, under two hundred uh, bucks. Yeah. You know, um, like one one eighty. So. Um, but you know that that's another way. I, my, my legs are extremely well. My legs and my arms are extremely sore since I've been home. I've been doing a whole lot more than what I tend to do out on the road. So uh, you know, because I don't have any excuses since my truck is still in the shop. Well, it's not it's not getting me one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we have uh, another driver on the line that wants to talk about what he's been doing exercising on the road. So how about we go ahead and bring Steven on so he can talk about what he's doing. Hi, Steven. You are on the air. Hey, everybody. Steven, I got a question for you. <laughs> Shoot. So um, was it to, I, don't, I don't remember. It, uh, today or yesterday you were talking about having to buy a new pair of pants. And I know when we hired you. Oh, yes. Uh, what you look like, and so, but tell us, uh, r- run through that little story right there, because uh, it's been pretty amazing. Um, well, uh, the job that I was doing previously was kind of stagnant, and I was running through grabbing anything out of a gas station and drive-through window and gained a lot of weight. So, yeah, I was probably in a size forty. Um, I know that in my closet I had forty twos, um, and I had family members that uh, were diagnosed with diabetes and other medical ailments on Stanton drugs and things, and I got influenced by you and Becky, um, a different way of lifestyle, and I knew that if I became a truck driver, it would be challenging, and I wanted to make a change. I didn't like being overweight, so um, it was, I think, Becky that said, hey, just start with a couple of rules and see how often you can follow those rules for as long as you can follow them, and you just add to it. You don't say that this is going to be some huge strict diet and this is all I'm going to eat. Uh, You just kind of slowly start progressing. So I started adopting, I guess, the paleo and keto-type diet and started losing weight. I like to call it keto. Keto, yeah. And um, I started doing the Bulletproof Coffee, which I absolutely love coffee, and that just made it even better. So I started having more energy. I had quit smoking, but I do vape. Um, So it was just kind of like I kept building and adding a little at a time. Um, And so I did a little bit more exercise. I started using Freeletics, which is an app, and I wasn't really consistent with it. But um, here lately... I think it took me about a month. Uh, I guess Becky proposed a challenge to do planks and squats. It's a 30-day challenge. You get an app, and you actually click a button. It says, okay, I've done day one, day two, day three, and um, that really propelled me to start doing more. So the planks weren't challenging enough. I started doing push-ups, and finally I got tired of my pants falling off my butt, so I'm in a size 34 now versus a 40. And But as far as weight, I don't exactly remember what I was weighing, but I figured I was like 235, 240, and now I'm, what, 210, 215? So, yeah, it's been been pretty awesome. And I'm a truck driver. I sit on my butt all day and lost the weight, and I do my exercises in the truck or outside and walk the dog. Yeah, you know, know, it's it's amazing. Just just walking the dog, just getting the dog. and I, I know anytime we talk about exercise, I've, I've beat this into the ground that, you know, I get out and I walk the dog. But it's amazing that just that little bit of exercise gets you out, gets you moving. And, I mean, you said you went from, you know, a 40 or 42 down to, I think you said a 34. You know, I wasn't quite that big. Uh, I was in about a 38, but now I'm in a 30. Um, and I went down to about 150 pounds. Um 
I'm back up to around uh, 170. Some of it's muscle. Some of it, I uh, I slipped a little bit there for a while, but I mean, I'm back to, uh, you know, sticking to it. And now I'm, you know, adding some more, uh, you know, a lot more exercise to it. Um, but I mean, it, it's amazing the weight loss without really having to work extremely hard at it. You know, just you know, walking the dog, changing my diet, and. The diet is definitely what what did the most um, significant positive change because once you see yourself losing the weight and you're not really working out and then you start feeling better and you kind of cleanse, you get rid of uh, living off of sugar so much, uh, you don't have the the peaks and valleys in your energy level, um, it kind of motivates you to take it to the next level. So, I mean, really the diet is where I got the most – push, you know, the the results. Oh, absolutely. Um, today I went oh, to... Oh, yeah, I uh, want to add something about... Um, I want to add something about the diet, too. So, Diet-wise, you shouldn't have to starve yourself. None of us starve ourselves. We eat when we want to. We eat as much as we want to. We don't count calories. <laughs> we don't worry about calories. Um, the coffee I drink in the morning is about 800 calories. So calories is not what you have heard, and it's not what you should be counting. Forget the fat-free. Forget the no-fat. Forget all of what you've heard. The best thing to do is just eat real food. Just eat real food. Don't eat processed sugar. And and. Just eat real food. Watch the processed sugar, ditch the grains, and ditch the uh, sweet fruits. If you'll do that and eat real butter, bacon, vegetables, uh, maybe not so many potatoes, but more of the cauliflower, broccoli, uh, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, stuff like that. No beans, no grains, no sugar. Up the water intake. If you're getting rid Lots of all of the soda pop you've been drinking all day, drink at least that much water. Mm-hmm. But just eat real food, and that's part of what we're going to talk about during the 21-day trans, uh, transformation because that is centered on a primal or slash, you might have heard it more as paleo diet. And really it's not a diet. It's just a way of eating where you're just Again, you shouldn't be hungry. I mean, we eat a ton of bacon, a ton of chicken, beef, stuff like that. Tacos. Eggs. Tacos. Tacos. Tons of tacos. Without without the corn shells. But um, it's just little switches. Switching from rice to cauliflower rice. Ditching the bread. uh, Ditching all forms of grains. The the paleo bacon tomato wrap. Oh my gosh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yep. that was an awesome picture. <laughs> oh my gosh. Russ Russ came out with, with a with an excellent invention. Speaking of something with bacon, he took a roast and wrapped the whole thing in bacon, you know, and cooked it, slow cooked it, just like you would cook a roast. I mean that's like Yeah. Delicious. Oh yeah. So getting getting healthy with food should not mean starvation, deprivation, uh feeling like you can't eat anything. That's not sustainable and it's not going to work. I would think that if individuals are hooked on the sugar, whenever they make the flip, they will go through, you know, some withdrawals. But once their body starts kicking in and using the nutrients and such that they're that are supposed to be getting, they will eventually get that energy level right back and probably feel ten times more. I would say that it took maybe three four weeks, and mm-hmm. I started like, um, I guess just rising above that energy level that I normally had, where you would get up, you have your coffee, your donuts, whatever it was, and at nine o'clock. You're you're gonna crash. Whereas I would get up and have a light breakfast, a bulletproof, maybe two black coffee, water, and I'm rolling until three, four o'clock, and I don't even know that I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it was the same for me. 
Oh yeah, I'm. Now, I will. Yeah. You know, go ahead, Stephen. I was going to say that I shared um, the link to everyone about the Freeletics, and Freeletics is just an app you can choose. You know, you, it asks you questions, male, female, weight, what's your goals. You can be aggressive, you can be moderate, but it might not be for everyone, but it uses your natural body weight and gives you interesting ways to perform a certain muscle group. Um, that's what I'd started out with. And then I flipped over to the plank, 30-day plank and the 30-day squat. Um, and I also recently got the fit resistant band system that I'm going to install in the truck. And I'm also interested in creating um, a pull-up bar and maybe manipulating it to where I can do dips. So that's to come later. I need a welder. Well, yeah, actually, I I was at a, uh, let me add, you don't, you don't really need a, anything in your truck to do dips. A lot of people do dips. Just put your hands on your bunk and dip. you put your feet forward and, and dip down like that. Yep. That's how, very similar to how I'm doing my push-ups. I'll put one foot um, in one seat and the other in another seat, and I'm facing the back of the bunk, and I take two hard plastic um, mud flaps, which is handy to have. You never pick up a trailer that is missing a mud flap, right? So I've got two extra wow. ones. I'll put that down on the bed, and I can do push-ups there. Um and then I'll do, I will flip around and I'll have my be, uh, my head in the back of the bunk with my legs towards the dash. And I'll do leg lifts or bicycles and alternate different things. And I do sit-ups in the bunk. Um, I was thinking about uh, putting a logistics bar um, in the back of the truck, or the back of the cab here. And whenever I do have an empty, I could put that in the back of the trailer and do pull-ups. Um there's all kinds of ways. If you want to do it, you'll find a way to do it. I mean, you can do push-ups at a rest area. You can do them outside. You can do them elevated with your feet up on the curb. I mean, you just got to start somewhere. There's a J.B. The Hunt and a total guy that uh, does every day push-ups at the pump and even videos it. Now, I'm not sure I really want to do push-ups at the pump because that seems like kind of a yucky place to do them, but it just goes to show you that if if you want to keep in shape bad enough, you just like you said, Stephen, you will figure out a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. I was actually at a, at a truck show. I don't remember the name of the product, um, but they had this product that basically they you slung it up over the top of the trailer. And uh, it, it was resistance band, but you could do, like, all kinds of different exercises with it. You know, pull-ups, you know, arm exercises, leg exercises, whatever. And it just, like, hooked to the top of the trailer, and then, you know, you had your, your counterweight there for your resistance. So, there, there's definitely stuff out there. Speaking of counterweights and resistance bands, Becky, I found yours, and... Uh, I guess I can bring them to you if you want them. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Steven's got those uh, resistance bands. I had I had some at one point. I don't have many more. I'd like to get another set. Um, it was funny. Steven just got his, and he's going to install them in his truck. And I just walked into this truck stop I'm parked at tonight, and what do they have for sale? Resistance bands, the ones that install in your truck. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I get you some. Yeah, ninety bucks. Um, I think I'm gonna need to You're wait. You're worth it. <laughs> You're worth it. I'm you gotta invest it. in That's yourself. Right. I am worth it. That's right. That's right. I really should. They are sitting right there. I should just grab them. I will say a lot of folks, you know, that, that I've talked to, and one of my own problems was Mountain Dew. I would drink Mountain Dew, drink Mountain Dew, and I was buying, going to the store, and instead of buying one of those large leader Mountain Dews, I was buying two at a time. So mm-hmm. if you think about just the money that I spent on the Mountain Dew and say, okay, well, I'm going to limit myself to one of those, or say two of those a day where you were drinking four. And now I'm going to limit myself to one of those a day and you replace the other with water 
eventually, I mean, you think about it. What is it? Two, three bucks for one of those large liter of Mountain Dew? You could buy two gallons yeah. of water for the same price. And, I mean, people complain about it's too expensive to eat healthy or, you know, it's too complicated. Well, just limit your Mountain Dew, and then eventually, whenever you're not spending all that money on junk, you have money to spend on quality food. And if you're eating healthy, your body isn't running through all the junk and spitting it out, and you stay hungry. Your body's saying, I need something good. You feed your body the right stuff, and all of a sudden you feel fulfilled. Your body is being, you know, uh, supplied the nutrients that it needs versus all the junk. So your hunger goes away. You're not constantly just chugging away at these Twix bars and soda pops and, you know, donuts and all that crap. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. I, it's hard to believe, but it, it's true. It does work. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, you, it's crazy. Talking, Go ahead, Ross. You, you keep talking about soda. Uh, made me start thinking. It's been almost three years since I've had one. I think that, isn't that about right, Becky? When, um, when we kind of swore off this stuff and what have you, I, I think we're right around the three-year mark. Um, yeah. Yeah, since I've had one. And, you know, I don't miss it. Uh, and let me tell you, wasn't, wasn't nobody more addicted than Becky and I. Nobody. Um, I mean, it was a running joke. Hey, you want to, uh, 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 you know, hand me a cold beer. And that was code for hand me a Diet Dr. Pepper out of the fridge. And I, I don't know how many cases we bought a week or we went through a week, but wasn't anybody more addicted than we were. And it's, like I said, real close to the three-year mark that I haven't touched one and haven't missed it, at, you know, at all. Um, I know Melissa's got something to say, but I do want to trigger Be- Becky's memory here for a second. Uh, Becky, if you could also talk about uh, some of the other training you've been doing on the road, uh, you know, uh, and being able to do Olympics and um, sprints and stuff like that. But go ahead, Melissa. Yeah, I was just going to say that it's amazing. I'm actually spending less on food uh, than I was before because I'm not snacking as much. I'm eating less now and buying less groceries and less snacks, so I'm actually saving money uh, eating the way I'm eating, and I'm not I'm not hungry. You know, I eat like one meal a day, and, you know, I start out my day with, with the with the bulletproof coffee, which is like 800 calories, like Becky said. So I'm actually spending less money on food. But yeah, Becky, uh, go ahead with your. Okay, what what did you want? Uh, I said, what? talk about some of the. You know, we were this is kind of be exercising on the road. Uh, you know, you've been able to do uh, a sprint, and haven't you done an Olympic also? Or am I wrong about that? No, I've done um, a sprint triathlon while on the road, but I've done numerous half marathons on the road. Numerous half marathons while driving a truck on a daily basis. Well, for so those who don't know, for those who don't, for those who don't know, tell tell us what a sprint is. A sprint triathlon can be anywhere from a two to five hundred meter swim, followed by. Depends on the race, either a 10, 13-mile bike ride, followed by uh, about a three-mile run. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah, a half the marathon, of course, is 13.1 miles. So, But it's just a matter of getting, you know, getting up in the morning, either getting up and getting driving so you can finish early and, and get your workouts in or working out early, and that kind of changes. I mean, in the summer, it's more get up early and work out before it gets hot. In the winter, it's get up while it's cold, get moving the truck, so that sometime during the day, or you can finish early and work out when it's the sun's out and it's tolerable outside. Although I have run at night in the snow. So... You and I both have. Although y'all know how much I like to run, uh, I, I like to bike a whole lot better than I like to run. 
I will do I will yeah. do a five K. I will go get out and do a five K with y'all. I will run, but I I prefer the bike. Yeah. Melissa, did you well, have I thought you had um, something to throw in. Go ahead. No, I was just I said what I wanted to do is I I spend less money on food. Now, even though I'm buying the better food because I buy less of it, I'm actually spending less money on food. And there's other people that have said that to me. I have a, a group of a set of friends that I turned on to this diet, and I was talking to them about it, and they were like, yeah, we're actually spending less money on food because we're not eating as much. So Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. you know when, I fir- when I first started this, uh, when, I shouldn't say when we first started this, I was noticing my grocery bill was higher. But, I mean, you're – yeah, initially the grocery bill is higher, but my food lasts longer. So, yeah, I'm spending more initially, but like I said, it's lasting longer. So I'm I'm actually coming out better. You're right. It it is um, less expensive because I stay full. I don't snack anywhere near as much. And um, you know, I, I'm feeling. A thousand times better. Uh, you know, earlier I was going to uh, tell you, I, I went to uh, lunch with my brother and my sister-in-law, and uh, we went to a Mexican place. And I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I, I ordered the nachos, and I figured it would come on corn chips. Well, I took one bite, and which included a whole chip, and immediately got a headache. Now, gluten really, really bothers me, so anything with flour really bothers me now. Um but I asked the guy, I said, what are these made of? And I, cause I knew something had gluten in it. And he said, that, yeah, the chips were made with flour. I felt like crap for about the next two hours off one regular size, like a Dorito size chip that was made out of flour. Felt like crap for about mm-hmm. two, two and a half hours. Um, well, and, you um, know, go ahead. I was going to say, because you were talking about the uh, the cost of the groceries, if I remember correctly, when we all got on board this, we were all in Kansas City at the CMC. Didn't we go grocery shopping with you, Melissa? Yep. To Whole Foods? I believe so. Oh, yeah. And that's what caused the first heart attack, because... You know, we had just spent a week at the CMC, so everybody was excited for this new uh, way of life. So several of us just dived in the deep end of the pool. We didn't stick our toe in like we're telling you to to change one thing, like Stephen said. No, we all just took a running leap into the deep (laughs) <laughs> to the deep end of the pool. I remember we between our truck and y'all's truck and some other trucks. I saw garbage bag after garbage bag after garbage bag go in the dumpster. We all purged our trucks of all the crap and then went and bought the good stuff. So yeah, that was kind of a budget shock at first because that yeah, initial you, bill was kind of high though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was because. Yeah, you're buying, you know, you're buying all this stuff. Some stuff maybe you just bought. Um, I know we were giving away yep. uh, 12 packs of Diet Dr. Pepper, and because we did, we just we just quit. <laughs> so, yeah, that first grocery shop had a little bit of a culture shock. But once you start, and even though you're eating, and that's, and that's what you should be doing is picking better quality food, to feed yourself, you're yeah. not going to eat as much because you're actually getting nutrition, not just filler. Yep. But yeah, I thought you had gone. Yeah. I thought, uh, I, yeah, I thought it was you that had gone with me to. Uh, we found a natural mm-hmm. grocers and a Whole Foods. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we had rented a car. And then I had we to come back to the race that weekend. So yep. Yep, and I, um, I had to come back and tell Russ how much I had spent at Whole Foods. Uh, it did not have heart failure right there. I, yeah, I believe I had heart failure then. Yes. Yeah. And uh, hey, y'all did come back with some cool different snacks and stuff like that. Uh, the kale chips were absolutely phenomenal. I don't remember who picked up the kale chips. Melissa, I'm thinking you, but uh, it I had was tried me. The kale they are good. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, the kale chips were absolutely awesome for a snack. Um, I, I don't remember what all y'all came back with because, uh, you know, the grocery bill got in the way of what everybody brought back. But, um, yeah. yeah, and the funny I, thing know, is, we, is we were buying based on our current appetite, so we actually bought too much. So the, that food lasted a long time. Well, and here's another thing that we learned, and I actually kind of taught Melissa, is you get on that healthy kick, and you think that anything that you buy in Whole Foods or natural grocers is healthy. And I laughed and I told Melissa, because she was having a problem, she's like, well, I don't understand why this isn't working for me like it's working for you. And I'm like, well, that's because you're eating healthy junk food. Right. (laughs) And there is such a thing as healthy junk food. And junk food is junk food. Junk calories, just for the sake of snacking. Um, I know the keto group, and they're a little more militant than I am, but their big thing is treats are for dogs and snacking is for babies. And really, if you're (laughs) truly in ketosis, you really shouldn't need to snack all that much. Every once in a while I will just because I want something a little different. But you'll find that once you um, once you move into that way of eating, you're just not hungry as much. But there is such a thing right. as healthy junk food, and and that's a that's a trap you don't want to fall into, um, because it's you know it's it's just as destructive as eating the other not as destructive as easy eating the other junk food because I guess the ingredients are a little better for you, but it's still not what you want to be doing. Right. Yeah. I got something um, to throw out here. Well, uh, real quick. Yeah, real but when quick. I did give up all yeah. that healthy, when I did give up all that healthy junk food, I dropped another fifteen pounds. So. Did you look behind you? <laughs> what were you gonna say? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't help. I couldn't pass up the joke. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we keep calling this kind of a diet, and I don't look at it as a diet. It's a lifestyle now. It's completely a lifestyle. Um, and by all means, argue with me if you want to, but, I mean, it's 100% completely a lifestyle, and I figured that out the hard way. Um, I don't know if I've told this story or not, but I'd been off of the crap food for, I, I don't know, a month or two. And I took a trip with uh, – a bunch of my hootlum buddies, and we went hunting in Canada. Anyway, we all went to the grocery store, and I don't know what the bill was at the grocery store because we filled up uh, a three-quarter ton pickup with food because we were going to be up there, at, was it 10, 14 days, whatever it was. And so everybody threw in the money. We bought all the groceries, and we went hunting. I started eating the crap foods again, and you can ask Becky because she was talking to me. I felt like crap for 10 days. It took 10 days for my body to adjust back to the crap food before I actually started feeling a little bit normal. So, I I mean, for me, it's a complete lifestyle. Uh, I get into the crap food, and I start feeling like crap. Yeah. It's plain and simple. Yeah, I struggled with it. I struggled with it because gluten used to be, it was just kind of a thing. Avoid gluten. Basically, what you're doing is you're avoiding carbs. Um, So I would dip in and out because gluten didn't really affect me all that much. But about two weeks ago, um, I went to a restaurant that... Yeah, that I had never been to before, and apparently their rolls are to die for. So I was like, ah, I'll have a roll. I ate that roll. I took one bite of that roll, and I got an instant headache. My heart started racing, and I kind of felt like I had the flu. You know, I was like, oh my god, I feel terrible. So I basically left the place sick, which which kind of sucked. But yeah, and then I got Russell on the phone, and I was like interrogating him. You know, what happens when you eat gluten? Um. And you told me, and yeah, that's basically what's happening to me now. So I am highly motivated now not to eat gluten, which basically means I'm avoiding bread and carbs and all the all the crap and stuff like that because I don't want to get sick like that again. That's just terrible. 
exactly what oh, I felt yeah. like today. But yeah, I, yeah, I remember that conversation because I mean, I'm going right down the list, and you're checking everything off. Going, yep, I feel like that. I feel like that. I, I, I mean, it's uh, to me, like I said, I get the I get the immediate headache. Uh, it feels like I had the flu mixed with the stomach bug, and that's putting it in mm-hmm. a nutshell. Um, yeah. and, you know, uh, and that's exactly what it does to me now. Uh, when I get on the crap foods, um, every once in a while I'll go on a bender and I get an urge for a blizzard or something like that. And it's great going down, but a little while later, I feel like, um, let me clean this, clean this up. Um, uh, I feel like hell, you know, <laughs> uh, for a couple of hours. I mean, now it doesn't, uh, it's just mainly the big dose of sugar that hit my body. I don't get the right. gluten feeling or what have you, but I get the sugar rush and then I get the sugar crash. And then it takes me a couple oh, yeah. of days to get back into, now, like I said, I, I do the keto stuff, so to get back into keto, the ketosis. So, mm-hmm. well, and that's, I, you know, and, and that's, that is another thing is when you will find out when you um, change your lifestyle, when you change your diet, your body will become used to eating what is appropriate. And the moment you start shoveling the bad stuff in again, your body will punish you. <laughs> and sometimes your body punishes you with headaches. Sometimes uh, disaster pants. Sometimes whatever. But your body will punish you because it does get used to eating what it should eat. And when you go back to the old food, it will not be happy with you. Um, but I, at the same time, Uh-oh. you need to you need to um, uh, not not be so regimented and strict. I mean. Russ won't have a piece of birthday cake at the grand baby's parties because it truly does make him ill. If I want a small sliver of cake, it doesn't make me ill. I I may have a small sliver. I may not. Um, Every December, the candy cane blizzards come out. I will have at least two of those in the month of December. But you know what? They go away, and then they don't come back again until December, so I don't really feel bad about going to get them. Um. But just like I said, I I do feel kind of gross from all the sugar afterwards. So I'm glad it only comes around once a year. Yep. Stephen, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't know if Stephen's still there. I'm here. I was going to ask something. Something that I've noticed, but um, whenever you changed your diet and started the exercise, do you feel as if say your mood swings or your outlook has become more steady. Um, I would say that whenever, you know, I would have peaks and valleys as far as energy level and mood swings. And it's almost like um, I'm pretty steady throughout the day. I mean, I get up, I do some stretching, and I'm pretty much up and out of the bed. Whereas before I was fighting to get awake, um, and then through the day, you know, um, we're challenged on the road with different people making interesting decisions in their lane changes or <laughs> whatever they're doing. Whereas before, I would be, I would, I would bust a blood vessel in my forehead. Now I might complain about it, but I'm usually over it relatively quickly. Um, I don't feel as, I feel a lot less anxiety. I guess you would say. I, oh yeah. I, I was curious if, I used if, to if have, everyone's This is probably more of a female thing, but I used to have horrible PMS. Um once a month. I mean, I was just ridiculously moody and emotional and I mean, it was just crazy and I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, like I knew the way I was acting. But I couldn't stop myself. I actually said that uh, one time to somebody. Uh, I was like, I know this is stupid, but I can't stop myself. And I was crying. It was terrible. And that would happen to me once a month. Ever since I got off of gluten, that hasn't happened to me once. So, yeah, I'm loving I'm loving the gluten-free lifestyle. It's fantastic. Very much more emotionally steady. 
not only things like that, but getting off the, the gluten, especially, and the processed sugars will help with things like inflammation, so arthritis, um, autoimmune diseases, uh, things like blood sugar, uh, high blood pressure, you will find that pretty soon you don't need those meds anymore because mm-hmm. you're not taking in the extra sugar. Um, and that's another thing. If you're especially if you're on high, um, if you're on diabetes meds, when you start a program like this, you need to have your doctor monitor your blood sugar because more often than not you're going to start needing to come off those meds and get those doses cut, uh, or you could be over-medicating yourself very, very quickly because uh, you will find that this type of eating plan will completely turn around type 2 diabetes. It will be gone. Not controlled, not better, gone. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, yeah. Well, um, I was hoping we were going to have another driver call in and talk about what he does on the road, but he's in Montana, so I guess he doesn't have a good enough signal to call in. But one of the what what he does is, if you follow him on Facebook, it's Dale Howard. Um, now he runs a dedicated run, so it's a little easier for him. But he has started an exercise um, regimen where he swims um, on his downtime. Uh, now that's that's easier for him to do, obviously, because he's on a dedicated run. It's a little more difficult to find swimming pools. Becky can vouch for that when you're just kind of bouncing all over the place. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people uh, out there that have dedicated runs. So if swimming is something that you like to do, you know, you could figure out where the pools are, you know, on your route, and 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 go for a swim if that's what you like to do. The, the important thing is. To do what you like to do. Don't suffer. Like, I mean, I don't do exercises that I don't like to do. If if I'm not having fun and I don't like them, I'm not going to do them. But there's a lot of stuff that I that I like to do, namely playing with my dogs. I get a lot of exercise playing with my dogs. Um, you know, I, I like to run. I didn't think that I would like to run, but who knows? I, I, I didn't like to sprint or do little short runs, but... Getting into long runs, I found that I really enjoyed that. I didn't know that I would, but I do. Um, riding a bike, I love riding a bike. You know, you know, just, just you know, try to enjoy yourself and and don't you know stress about it. You know, just try to do as much as you can. And uh, yeah, don't don't worry about if you're doing enough. Just do something. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you hit my favorite subject, playing with my dog. You yeah. know, uh, while I'm out walking, and and she's 11, so she is definitely on the retirement program. She has two speeds, which is Mosey and maybe Matt Molasses Mosey and playing ball. <laughs> but while we're walking, um, she's, she's almost never on leash. I throw the ball for her while we're walking. So she's getting a whole bunch of exercise because she loves to play ball. And we're still doing, you know, a couple, three miles a day um, with our, you know, our regular walks. So, you know, and it's it's something I enjoy. I mean, I, I love going out and going on walks with my dog and playing with my dog. And, you know, mm-hmm. hey, bending over and pick, picking up the ball and playing with your dog and, you know, walk around the field or whatever you're going to do. I mean, you're doing something. You know, mm-hmm. you're not sitting on the truck, uh, you know, on the computer, uh, on your phone, on Facebook, on whatever. You know, you're out, um, you know, we're we're out, for, uh, I don't know how much, I guess I need time it sometime, but, you know, we're out three or four times a day. Uh, you know, in the morning, it's about 30, excuse me, it's about 30 minutes and uh, walking. And then uh, for the, uh, as everybody likes to call it, the 30-minute waste of time that we all have to take uh, for our log. Um, on our 30-minute waste of time, it's not a waste of time to me because 
I'm out playing with the dog, which is something I really enjoy doing. And who knows? I mean, if I'm at a shipper or a receiver or whatever, uh, I'm out walking and playing with the dog. Somewhere in there, uh, you know, if I can, I want to ride the bike. Um, I've got to where I really enjoy riding the bike. I've been home a whole lot. I've, I've uh, rode the bike quite a bit, uh, even with some of these cold temperatures we've had. Uh, you know, dress up for it and get out and ride the bike. It, Yeah, it sucks. It makes your face hurt because uh, got the cold temps. But, hey, I, you know what? I'm out doing something, and uh, I, I really enjoy it. And I've got a really nice uh, uh, road bike with some tri-gear on it that um, I've scared the crap out of myself on going around corners because I've started sliding because I've gotten real, real comfortable on the thing, and now I go around a corner extremely fast. So, But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time, and that's, that's it. Find what works for you that's not sitting on your ass and looking at your phone or your computer. Yep. Um, well, we're getting down to the end of the show. Uh, I don't know if Stephen or Becky has anything else they want to add before we close it out. No, I'm good. I would say find one rule. Go ahead, Stephen. And and work on one rule, and see if you can't follow it for a week and add to it one day at a time. Before you know it, you'll have a bunch of things already accomplished. I mean, it's just. One step at a time. If there's no steps that you take, then you won't get anywhere. So I encourage anybody to start somewhere, whether it's a set of pops or just, uh, you know, a five-minute walk. Yep. So I wish everybody okay. good luck exercise down the road. All right. Thanks very much, Stephen. appreciate the input. Um I'm still working on the Facebook page. It is going to be an arduous task because I want to make sure nobody gets left behind. So I want to be able to re-invite everybody that's liked it. So um, hopefully I'll have a new Facebook page up next week. Go ahead, Russ. Hey, if we forget somebody, by all means, uh, look for it. I'm sure we'll announce uh, yeah. probably on the next show that we got it up and running. So Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Melissa, uh, if you're ready to close it out, I got. Uh, I figured we can promote all the other Audio Road networks. I got it up. Yeah, go for it. Do it. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, it. So, uh, you know, on Monday and Tuesday, Kevin uh, uh, does his stuff. He usually starts at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um. On uh, Monday and Tuesday, I believe on Monday doesn't he have the uh, broker? What, what's his new broker connect? And I believe that's on Bro- uh, yeah broker yeah. connect yeah. Right. A lot of times he does three hours. So uh, once on a month Wednesday, he has Larry Wingen uh, on. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, and on Tuesday doesn't he have uh, he has Bruce on? Is it Tuesday? Am I or right? Or somebody from Pittsburgh Power? Yeah. 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 Or somebody Pittsburgh from Pittsburgh Power. Power yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh Power Hour. Uh, on Wednesday uh, at 1, uh, you have Destination Health uh, with uh, Kevin Rutherford and Kim Cockerham. And let's see. Oh, hey, there is the Pittsburgh Power Hour, which, yes, I was right. It's a Tuesday at 1. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, well, let's see. On Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, you have Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad. Um, if you're an owner-op, uh, even if you're just an owner-op, not a carrier, uh, his information is absolutely awesome. I, I've got to I really, really like listening to his show. Um, and then uh, on Sundays, uh, you got got uh, – Mike and Kevin Beckett at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, and they are always very entertaining with rolling toe. Uh, if you're not driving straight, they will get you aligned. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, Russ. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for calling in.